Wait a minute, I hear something. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Dr. Movie. I'm uh, easing on down the road, and I don't know if you can hear it or not, but there's a little Subaru in front of me that's got a, a muffler on it that makes it sound like it's, I don't know, like an angry fart. I mean, the car is like, I don't know, three foot long. <laughs> and, uh, you know, people like to put these mufflers on their car, so they can be noticed well everybody already notices your your little car so i'm not against little cars but let a little car be a little car would you don't try to beef it up it is what it is right um got a good one for you here i'm kind of getting back on track with the uh, the tubey stuff i've got a very extensive list going on and uh kind of finally getting back to uh to that with all the microphone mishaps and stuff which by the way i didn't mention don't know what happened but uh and so far um, i mean i haven't heard it since i I did a few tests but this is the old microphone you're hearing so uh you know we'll see how this works out but it, it it decided that it wanted to work so it's working now and uh We'll see, uh, we'll see what happens here. And I have to say, I know I'm kind of rambling here, but I, I think you're okay with that. Um, this is a $5 clip-on lavalier microphone, right? This is <laughs> the cheapest of the cheap. Uh, I bought it at a five below. I, I, I paid five bucks for it. I'm not dissing it, but come on, man. You talking about getting your five, $5 worth? Shoot. I mean, I've done, I don't know, maybe 200 episodes of this thing. I've left it outside, and it rained on it, and it laid there for a week, and it's working? Come on now. Five below, y'all need to hit me up, man. Y'all need me to to be a, uh, uh, have them customer stories, right, of how good the product is. Anywho, we've got a good one for you. We are going to talk about the made-for-TV 1981 movie, I say movie, made-for-TV, Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. This movie is important. Uh, This is, again, hitting that sweet spot, right? Between, right between the late 70s and the early 80s that I just kind of enjoy. This is somewhat of a classic. If you're, if you call yourself a horror fan and you don't know this one, uh, then you're not really a horror fan. Sorry, just hate to bust your bubble, but uh, this one is important on many levels. Um, this is the first uh, depiction of a scarecrow killer um, that I know of. I don't think there was a movie that really did that before this. This is uh, where that kind of started in 81. So, like I said, it was made for TV on CBS in October, uh, right before Halloween, 1981. And uh, we got we got a lot of good stuff here. Um, let's see if we got some, let's see, 
got a synopsis here. Da, 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 da. Strange occurrences plague a group of vigilantes who take who took vengeance on a man wrongly accused of harming a youngster. They like to use the word vigilante, I guess, in vengeance. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, this is uh, kind of a classic tale of uh, an adult who's on the slow side, who's friends with kids, and something happens to one of the kids, and they get the blame. What am I thinking of? Mice and men? Right? Kind of a classic tale of that kind. Not on the same level, by any means. Uh, but you're kind of taking that idea, almost kind of a, you know, the whole Frankenstein's monster thing, right? Where he's playing with the girl, and, you know, she drowns. Whatever version that you believe, either he did it or he didn't do it. But you kind of get that same story of the townspeople uh, getting together and trying to uh, get vengeance, right? So, yeah, that's kind of where this one sits. We got a 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb, which I think is a pretty good rating. Uh, why to watch? We got it's creepy, suspenseful, and brutal. Well, it's made for TV. It's not really brutal. It does have some good creepiness to it. And there really is plenty of sus suspense in this one. So I'll give you that. Uh, it's just as good as any theatrical that came out at this time. I love it. And I think, it, uh, I think of it as TV movie perfection. Yeah, I mean, uh, it does have a little bit of that made-for-TV feel to it, but uh, the fact that they pulled off what they did and some of the things that, that how it's shot is done really, really uh, cleverly is the word I'm thinking of. Let's see what else we got here. It's just, it's just a very good horror movie with a great atmosphere, and I recommend it both to casual and fans of the genre alike. Yeah, very true. Uh, again, it's, it's kind of a cult classic. And uh, pretty much can tell why. It's atmospheric, very eerie, lots of fun rural locations and great performances. Yes, that's the big takeaway from this is you've got kind of a star-studded cast. I don't know that they were maybe all major stars at this time, but you know, these are people that you see in tons of movies otherwise. So yeah, let's uh, let's get into our cast a little bit. Uh-oh, that was the wrong button. Uh, you've got Charles, Charles Durning in this. Always a bad guy. He is the epitome of kind of 80s bad guys. Uh, and he's not like a mischievous evil guy. He's just that slime ball guy um, that you just love to hate. Um, and Cat's Eye, right? He's the guy that has James Wood. Not James Wood. Was it James Woods? No. Uh, oh. Oh, what's his name? The guy that he makes walk around the edge of the, the, the building from uh, Airplane. Dang, I went blank. Anywho, I mean... Charles Durning is just is that guy, right? He's the bad guy. He was the bad guy in uh, 
he was in Dune, I believe, the the uh, the Lynch version of Dune. Um, so, I mean, he's just 80s bad guy. And there's a ton of movies I could pull up that he's in. Larry Drake is in this. Larry Drake plays Bubba. He's the uh, our slow-witted friend that's harmless as can be and plays with the kids. Kind of gets blamed for everything. We got Claude Earl Jones in this, who's in a ton of stuff. My favorite thing that he's in around this time period is uh, used cars. He's the guy that takes the family to get the station wagon, and they pull the trick on him with the dog. Uh, we got Lane Smith in this, who is in a ton of stuff from the 80s. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, that's pretty much your main group. I believe I even saw Large Marge in this for a second. So, story goes, like I said, uh, it starts off with, with Bubba playing with a little girl named Mary Lee. And uh, something goes bad. Actually, she gets attacked by a dog and gets injured really bad. They blame uh, Bubba for it. They start chasing him. It's, it's the mailman, uh, a couple of farmers, and a local gas station attendant, <laughs> mechanic. And the four of them are got their hunting dogs out, and they're chasing after him. And... Uh, they get all the way to his house, and his mom comes out and says, what are you doing here? You get off my property, yada, yada, yada. Now, right before that, Bubba shows up and tells his mom, something bad happened to Mary Lee. Bubba didn't do it. I'm scared. I don't know what to do. She says, well, we're going to play the hiding game. Remember when we played the hiding game before? And he goes, oh, yeah, I remember. So he takes off. Well, these, this group of vigilantes show up at her door, and the dogs start going crazy and they pick up a scent so they follow it out and there's a scarecrow out in the middle of this field and our mailman who is uh, uh, Otis which never trust a guy named Otis right especially a mailman named Otis hope you're not out there Otis the mailman listening to me but that's Charles Durning's character and he walks up to the scarecrow and he can see Larry Drake's eyes which come on I mean, everybody knows Larry Drake's eyes. They're, they're very unusual. So I'm totally a reason of why he got the part, I would think, because it really stands out. And it's a horrific kind of shot when he's looking up at him and you can see Bubba's eyes through the holes of the scarecrow. And he's saying, Bubba didn't do it. And uh, Otis backs away. They've all got their guns out, and they just start blasting him. So they... They end up killing Bubba. And there's a whole courtroom drama thing that happens. And they can't prove that that they killed him. Uh, they say that he kind of, they were fighting against him in self-defense because he, he hurt the girl. But the girl's been out of commission because she's been injured and she hasn't been able to tell her side of the story. So they get away with it. And... Uh, the mom says some threatening words on the way out. And that kind of sets up the rest of what happens in this movie. And pretty much what happens is every one of these guys, uh, at some point, they'll look out across the farmland or whatever, the two farmers at least, 
and they'll see a scarecrow out in their field which was not there before and it's exactly the same scarecrow it's got the the bullet holes in it the whole shebang so they start freaking out they start getting together and talking about it and of course otis is the ring leader of this bunch he's like look we can't get together like this because people are going to talk don't you ever come over to my house again for anything but they start getting scared out of their minds and uh this movie does a really good job of foreshadowing because every one of them have a scene where something is going on that becomes a part of the demise in a way uh, later on, right? So uh, our first one gets dropped down into uh, it's almost like a hay beller, but it's got blades on it, so I'm, I'm guessing it's more of a more like a I don't know. It, it, it's it's not a it's not a bush hog because it's got a rotating blade. Well, rotating round. It, it doesn't. It's not a flat blade. It's a it's a round blade. Anywho, I don't know all my farm equipment, but he gets dropped down almost like a wood chipper, right? It's like a huge wood chipper, and he's out working on it. And of course, he's the one that saw the scarecrow first, and he ends up trying to. Uh, get away from something in in his shop and he, he ends up hanging overhead of this wood chipping thing and gets dropped down into it there's one down right and the other one gets uh trapped in in a in a uh, silo which is you know supposed to be filled up with with grain and uh we kind of see this in operation earlier on in the movie and he gets locked inside of it and gets smothered to death by the grain then we're down to just two guys, which is the mechanic and Otis. And they decide they're going to go dig up Bubba's grave to prove that it's not Bubba, right? It can't be him. He, he, he's dead, right? So they go out there. Excuse, hold on. I'm, I'm passing a semi-truck here. And uh, they dig up the grave, and, and the mechanic guy is kind of going crazy and he's freaking out and while he's down there and he's, he's closing the grave back up which they did find the body he's in there so you, you know can't be Bubba right but uh, the, the, the casket closes and the mechanics down there and he's talking and then Otis just pulls out a shovel and whacks him in the head and uh, buries him in the grave too so again loose lips sink ships so uh, Otis is a bad dude. So now you've got it down to where Otis is the last one. Now during all this, the little girl, Mary Lee, has come back around. She's doing well. She's recovering. And she goes to see Bubba because nobody has told her that Bubba's dead. So she gets to Bubba's mama's house, and she has to let her know that there, there is no Bubba. And then she sees him out at his gravesite, and she's like, Bubba's fine. He told me so. It's like, uh-oh. Got some weird stuff going on here. Uh, there's also the fact that Otis comes in and tries to tries to blame Bubba's mom for all this killing, too. Ends up giving her a heart attack, and she dies during a confrontation in her house. So he ends up uh, setting a gas line open while she's sitting there in front of a fire in the fireplace and blowing the house up. 
So this, you know, Otis is a bad dude again. He's he's the he's the quintessential bad guy in the '80s or early '80s at least. So you get down to Otis, and uh, he's driving away from the gravesite where he just buried the mechanic in Bubba's grave, and he sees Mary Lee out in the middle of the road just jump out in front of him so he slams on the brakes he starts chasing her and then uh, while he's chasing her then he kind of gets his up and comings and I'm going to kind of leave it there because that's a good place for you to check it out and see what's going on here Um, again this is a classic Uh, it's got a pretty cool ending again made for TV uh, there's there's not really any blood or anything, but you don't need it. Um, you know exactly what's happening. But it's still pretty suspenseful. It's, it's good to see these guys that are, you know, associated with each other and know that they did wrong start breaking and, and you know, having conflicts with each other. And, uh, you know, they're starting to break. And that's really where this is driving. So the torment... You know, of them knowing something is coming after them and they, they don't know how to handle it is what makes this movie kind of prod along very well. It's well done. And again, I've heard people, you know, put this at the top of a lot of lists as far as some of their favorite horror movies. So even though it lacks the things that we feel like you have to have nowadays, it still is strong enough and the acting is great enough that you're invested and you have to ride this thing out and see how it ends so I I highly recommend this one I say it's a 4 out of 5 I think you need to check it out it is on Tubi so you can't go wrong there but there you go folks that's, that's my take on Dark Knight of the Scarecrow I think you should give it a shot or if you're a fan let me know and uh, let me know what, what you like about it and what makes this thing tick because it's kind of a weird phenomenon that a TV, a made-for-TV show like this can have this kind of impact in, in the horror genre. It's one thing to do it in, like, sci-fi or something like that, but in the horror genre, especially in this time period, I mean, you got, you know, American Horror Story and all that stuff more recently, but for back then, and this is a, a one-time made-for-TV movie, so there you go. All right, folks, that's it for this one. We will check you later.